Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. You're not thinking about the meaning of your life and you know your 10-year goals when you're fighting off the bear, right? All of you is focused on that one thing. So if you're living in that kind of drama, you're not going to have the wider perspective to be able to actually be a steward of your own life. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. This episode starts a new series on what I call the five stages of engagement. It's a model I created to identify levels of engagement with life and work and support people to move towards a more engaged state of being. Today, we're focusing on the first stage, crisis, which is characterized by acute overwhelm, drama, and fight or flight response. We discuss its value in certain situations and the problems associated with living in crisis for an extended period of time. Also, I'm getting very excited because my new course, Accountability, Metrics, Money, and Shame, Get Better Results by Living in Reality, is launching this Thursday, April 5th. Employee disengagement is a worldwide epidemic, estimated to cost nearly a half trillion dollars a year. Lack of accountability and metrics are two of the biggest reasons why. You cannot have engagement without them. In this course, we address money in a way you likely have never thought before. Money is the metric we all live with and the reality we deal with every day. Explorations into your relationship with money reveal powerful insights about your relationship to the boundaries of reality, accountability, and certainly shame. For managers, if you can't feel the difference between remorse and shame, you cannot manage to engage. When an employee does something bad, all the research shows that remorse creates change, whereas shame guarantees it happens again. What if you're unwittingly shaming your people, or on the other side, not ensuring they feel remorse when they mess up? How do you create metrics that show your people how they're doing and inspire them to excellence? How do you know you're tracking the right metrics so you know you're on track? This course answers all of these questions and more. It's more than just education and training. It's a transformational journey that will improve every area of your life. When you complete the course, you'll have a vivid, actionable, and moving vision, along with a dashboard to hold yourself and others, if applicable, accountable to achieving it. And you'll know how to own a task, project, or job like a champion. Everything kicks off April 5th and continues for a total of 11 weeks. Learn more and sign up at clearandopen.com slash A-M-M-S. That stands for Accountability, Metrics, Money, and Shame. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Let's dive into our episode. Crisis, survival, security, thrival, and flow. In a lot of ways, I think the the words uh, speak for themselves. And there's two ways, a couple of background things before I jump into each one. So first, wherever you are is okay. So it's really easy to look at a model like this and a lot of reasons why people don't use models like this or even don't create models like this is because it creates a kind of stratification where you can look at it and go, oh, well, you know, Johnny is better than Billy and, 
you know, and that's really difficult for Billy and actually everyone should get a trophy and yada, yada, yada. Right. That's, that's very much the world we live in in many ways. But the way I look at it is the political correctness and extreme subjectivity and relativism are at an all time high in our world these days. We've been trying it for a few decades and it doesn't seem to be making things any better. So certainly there's a truth that everyone has their own unique gifts and strengths and wonderfulnesses. There's truth to that. And you put two people next to each other, pick a domain. One of them's going to be better than the other. There's just something objective about that. You know, I'm sure one of you can make a much better mojito than I can. Right. And like, that doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm okay with that. You know, so the, the bigger scheme of things, I think, in terms of um, celebrating diversity and uh, human beings all getting along, it's both. It's being able to see that we all have unique contributions and strengths and all that and not all and also not fool ourselves and to be able to say, like, you know, when you hire a plumber, you're better at plumbing than I am. That's why I'm hiring you to do this. I'm so glad you're better at plumbing than I am. You know, rather than, uh, you know, this like positive psychology kind of like, which is really a layer on top of shame. You know, if you can't look at someone and say, you're more advanced than I am in A, B, and C domains, if, if that's difficult for you, well, you've got, you've got shame issues there. If, it's, if you're so delicate that you can't look at someone who has years of experience or, you know, maybe years of even age on you, it's just how it is, Right. So in addition to that, there's another factor. There's just the, the factor of your life, you know? So like I was born into the realm of security. I didn't have to work through survival or crisis in my life. So I had a leg up in many ways. So someone who, for example, was born into security and is still in the level of the stage of security I would look at as less evolved than someone who worked from all the way, you know, was born in crisis and worked their way all the way to security. You see, there's uh, effort is an issue. But the way the model presents is, you know, is engagement, is a, a flow better than thrival? Yes, in one way it is. That's what the model says. Is thrival better than security? Yes. And the, this is a assumption. And this is a set of premises that for me is observational. Like you can look and see like what is the highest expression with the most engaged state of a human being. And so it looks at these stages in terms of which is better, right? Where are you moving to? So in that way, it is a judgment. It is a value judgment. Do what you will with it. See if you agree. I'm open to arguments. Uh, one other thing to say about this is, so there's the sort of long story arc of where you generally are, and there's also short story arcs. So like you could generally be living in a security mode where things are more or less the same and stable, and I'll talk more about that. But something could happen, a crisis arises, and you could be in a crisis mode for a day or a week or a month, even though generally speaking, your life is way more stable than that. So there's two ways of looking at it too. There's the sort of acute versus chronic or um, 
you know, a general versus specific way of looking at it as well. So it can be useful in both ways. So, you know, cause sometimes it's like, you know, if God forbid you're, you know, in a car accident and your spouse dies, it doesn't matter, you know, how much flow you've been living, you're going to be in a crisis mode for a while. And there's a kind of self-forgiveness that's possible there. Or if you're, you have too many people reporting to you, uh, it doesn't matter how secure your life is, you're going to just be in a kind of survival mode because there's going to be just a lot of overwhelm there in a kind of structural way. Okay, so as I talk about these phases, I'd like for you to think about where you are specifically right now and where your life generally is in a sort of longer story arc mode. And be honest with yourself. You know, it's, again, in one way, the, the later stages are better than the early stages, but where you are is where you are. And you can't move from one stage to the next if you're not honest about where you are. Okay, so begin with crisis. So crisis sort of speaks for itself. Crisis is characterized by a lot of drama, um, not just chronic overwhelm, but acute overwhelm. There's like specific, very difficult issues happening in one's life related to work. You know, someone who's on the verge of getting fired, family drama, you know, hospitalizations, mental illness, deaths in the family, that kind of stuff. The problem with crisis is it puts you in a fight or flight mode. And when a crisis is a acute event, a one-time kind of thing, and it causes you to, you know, it causes your adrenaline to be released and, you know, for you to focus super hard and all that, that's fine. That's part of the human design. You know, when a bear is attacking you, you're in a crisis mode. And that's terrific. That's exactly where you want to be, right? You don't want to be like, oh, I'm feeling really like connected to the bear. You know, like that would be a flow moment that might not necessarily be appropriate. I mean, it might work. Connecting with the bear might work. Probably throwing things at the bear would be better. I always forget. I think black bears are the ones you're not supposed to run from. And the... anyway, if, I were... if there were any bears on this island, I would know. So yeah, crisis, all of these have a kind of purpose. There's a light, light side and a shadow side. And the purpose of crisis is like, you know, if you're attacked on the street, you want that adrenaline, you want that, I'm going to uh, outrun this guy or I'm going to, you know, keep hitting him in the throat until he dies. You want that kind of crisis and intensity. That's why it exists. It's there for a reason. The problem is when people live in that for longer periods of time, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD is what happens when someone is subjected to crisis after crisis after crisis. And then for whatever reasons, they're sort of living in that mode and they are perceiving their reality through the lens of crisis or, or, and, or they get sort of hooked on the excitement of it. I used to do martial arts with a guy who uh, flew helicopters in Vietnam and uh, it was a, a regular topic of conversation about the, you know, of course, the, the horrors of war are one thing, but the excitement of it can be quite thrilling. And it's not uncommon for people with war experience to um, get a lot of speeding tickets, for example, uh, create a lot of drama in their life because there's something quite exciting about that kind of stuff and they get kind of hooked on it. And often there's a lot of depression underneath that, that they're using the thrill to overcome. Also true with uh, rock climbers. 
rock climbers are often very, very depressed people who are using the adrenaline thrills of uh, climbing or any other extreme sports because adrenaline is a great drug, right? But like most drugs, it's not a sustainable thing. And if you try to live there, it generally wears you down. You know, your adrenals get fatigued. You're in a constant state of um, tunnel vision. You lose kind of meta perspective um, because that's what the fight or flight thing does. It narrows your focus to what's right in front of you so you can deal with it. You're not thinking about the meaning of your life and, you know, your 10-year goals when you're fighting off the bear, right? All of you is focused on that one thing. So you can see how there's a good and a bad side to that. So if you're living in that kind of drama, you're not going to have the wider perspective to be able to actually be a steward of your own life. You're just able to handle one moment to the next and the next to the next. So that's crisis. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.